And again, answering are the Eagles. Cato now for three. That's two in a row for the freshman. The steal, the spin, behind the back, behind the back, splitting the double team. What's going on, guys? You're tuned in to Screech Report. I'm Elliot, here with my guys, Dawson, Midas Touch, Jordan. What's up, dude? Midas Touch, huh? Yeah, man. Everything you touch turns to gold, whether it's on the camera, or Twitter, or Instagram. Well, I appreciate that, man. Blowing up, man. Yeah. yeah. And Vivalaras. Hi. <laughs> What's going on, man? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going, man. Just cheery? Just cheery. Wide-eyed and bushy-tailed? Bright-eyed, wide-eyed. Uh, uh, Tie-dyed? Starry-eyed, tie-dyed. <laughs> yeah, listening to Jerry Garcia. Are you sad-eyed? How'd you no. sleep last night after the, after the loss? Uh, I've had better nights, but, you know. The night before the game, I actually had a dream about playing UMBC. I had a dream about the game. Were you? It, it didn't. I wasn't playing. Okay, you were um, watching. I wish... I would have a dream when I was playing because it was actually a dream of mine to play basketball growing up. That kind of died in high school, but you know, well, you win some, you lose some. But I did have a dream. That's how excited I was for the first home game um, of the season. Well, what <laughs> happened in this dream? Yeah, um, I really just—it was more of probably just like a subconscious like excitement because I don't really remember. There was not much detail. It was just like I remember being at the arena and we were playing them. So I, I think it was more of just like, I was probably like half awake thinking about like the game. I'm not going to lie. I was really hoping for some juicy details about yeah. your dream. No. Okay. Well, you can disappoint every now and then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Brian, the other guy, he's absent tonight, but he's trying his best. Yeah, we love you, man. We miss you. <laughs> no, he's a, he's a hardworking man. He's a... Yeah, shout out to... Uh, he was sleeping when I left the house, I think. <laughs> What's the name of his uh Shift? his company there? Shift. Shift. Actually, they actually talked about sponsoring us. Oh, really? So, well, let's so, sponsor. Let's just do our little ad right now. Yeah. Let's do a Dawson, you want to do the ad? Let's go. All right. Well, Shift Coffee Bar is a local coffee. I w- I'm not gonna say shop because they're not a coffee shop yet, but they basically brew um, their own nitro cold brew. Um, they use different beans. Um, they use Bandit beans and from St. Pete, but the beans aren't the important part. They're not a roaster. They're just like kind of a wholesaler, and they've started out using like a bike, like a trike, and they have kegerators in there, and they pour out like fresh nitro cold brew. So um, this is two three nine local. Is two three nine local? They've using seven two seven beans. Yes. Yeah, seven two seven okay. beans. Yeah. Shout um, out St. Pete. Yep. And um, so yeah, that's a. They're a future sponsor, so be be waiting for that. We're gonna actually be drinking some coffee. He he told us he was gonna hook us up. Um, I'm gonna try and get him on. He's actually a big FGCU fan. Um. He's a big FGCU fan, so he was at the game the other night, too. So, yeah. Our first sponsor. Look at that. Brought to you by Shift Coffee. Shift Coffee. Check him out on Instagram. All right. Uh, let's, let's touch a little bit about UMBC. You know, it was... <laughs> Quit playing footsies with me. <laughs> it was, um, you know, rewatching the tape. The first half was, it was good. Very positive. A lot of improvements from St. Louis, I thought. Lots of, uh, you know, more flashy plays than we saw. Um, Quanzi Samuels was passing 
like a man. <laughs> yeah, no, there was a couple couple times where Kwanzi had some really good court vision. Um, after watching the tape, I watched the game um, earlier today. And, um, yeah, I was filming the entire time. Me and Elliot were kind of getting footage and stuff like that. So it's kind of hard to – it's kind of a new experience filming the games and not really being there watching it full, fully. But um, watching on tape, I saw Kwanzi do a nice chuck down to – I think it was Jalen Harper. And it looked pretty – for a big guy, that vision, I was a little bit impressed. I was like, okay, didn't see that. The bottom line is I think we were all kind of – let down after that game but it, it's still very early and it's you know we're zero and two there's what 33 games probably 30 ish 33 plus, plus or minus hopefully in hopefully march more. right and as michael fly said in the presser we're not gonna this team is not gonna be what it is in march no it's gonna be levels better. not in january even no i think no. you know we, we any had, game is a turning point it's gonna change it already just, has changed it's just even more. Not there. there there's more change. It's just our youth, you know, honestly. Yep. We have to learn. We have to learn how our guys didn't even, we haven't even had a lead, a lead with these guys yet, you know? So, like, it's just all a matter of growing and having um, Caleb and Zach just kind of start being more comfortable being the leaders because they really haven't even had to step into that role yet either. And, you know, just getting all of our pieces together alongside of that, that's going to be big. Um Especially when we get some of our guys healthy, like Brian Thomas and Lily Cardi, yep. which statuses are unknown, kind of unknown. Pending. Right but the other thing that I hope to see more of in this next game and games to come, and I kind of talked about it on the post pod, is just to feed the bigs a little bit more, and hopefully they get comfortable with being down the post. I know they're probably not traditional post players, but then again, that doesn't really exist anymore either. Mm-hmm. But I'd still like to see them take more shots and bang down low, um, if you know, if the game permits it. Right. Uh, I'm gonna get back to that in just a few minutes when we start talking Dartmouth. But uh, at least one last thing for me about the UMBC game is I, I think honestly we passed as a team, and the ball movement on the team was better than I've seen in years at FGCU from my vantage point at least. And I'm not saying that that yielded some godly amount of assists or anything, but just just the ball movement in general from whether it was Jalen Warren, he looked amazing. I mean, he had four assists, but I mean, there's plenty of passes that could have been assists if the lid wasn't on the basket in the second half. But um, And it was on the basket. Oh, it was tight. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, Jalen Warren looked great facilitating the offense, running the offense, quarterbacking it. And, you know, Zach Scott, Caleb Caddo has – really good court vision and like across the across the court you know he can visualize a pass it's it's comer-esque dare i say um you know not quite on that level or will it be who knows but it just it was really good ball movement and it's definitely a michael fly style of offense approaching i'm really enjoying the michael michael fly type of offense honestly i mean i did really like Dooley's kind of mindset but i'm like some of these some some of these plays of how we're running it is really making me excited because, I mean, we're connecting on a lot of it too. I think we're going to see a little bit more um, of, of like, succinctness of it, like, actually coming to fruition because, I mean, some of these plays where we're running down the court and just pushing the pace, it's, like, it's like so yeah. exciting. It 
even in the last few years where we've had more athletic bodies, in I think actually we're pretty athletic right now. But even with our super athletic guys under Dooley, we weren't running. We weren't running the floor. Right. He he wasn't taking risks on no, defense. He no. was just playing solid defense. There were a couple inbound plays that looked like transition plays. And I was looking at my camera. I looked up. I'm like, did he just throw that like a full court pass from yeah. inbound nearly? Yeah. By design, it's yep. And I was you know it was that up tempo pace Michael Fly likes to play. It's it's a uh, very fun to watch. Um, but yeah, UMBC was a uh, you know we tailgated. It was a great time. Had some friends show out. We need to keep that. Uh, energy going moving forward the weather was kind of crummy the first half of the day but you know it is what it is we stuck it out right on the cold front a little bit of yeah we thought it was gonna be better i mean the forecast was it was really still nice, nice. Yeah, i'm okay with the, it, it with was, the temperature at least. Well, it was still nice but yeah i mean if you pair that that weather with with the clear sky i was looking forward to that so much and then yep. i woke up and i was pretty bummed I was like, oh <laughs> man but uh but yeah there was other people tailgating and stuff too and just the the energy was kind of different. I I was pretty surprised. I mean, like we were talking before the podcast that you know the arena was pretty full. Um, student section was pretty good, um, pretty loud. Oh, I mean, they were into it. I was impressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it was it was just an all around good good vibe. But yeah, anyways, let's uh let's talk Dartmouth. You know, we're we are recording this. Sunday evening, we played Dartmouth Monday night. Shout out, Viva La Russa's birthday. Let's go. Thank you. Whoever can guess his age, we'll post a Twitter poll. Whoever can guess his age uh, will win something. We'll shout you out. Or... You might only, yeah, you might just win like a retweet or something. Yeah, we'll shout you out too. We're not very, uh, we're doing this all for free. So <laughs> we don't have that kind of money to be, you know. Handing out five hundred dollar checks or right. all kinds of sweat. No sponsors yet. No sponsors yet. Shout out Shift Coffee. You hear that, guys? <laughs> no sponsors yet. But we will hand out all the love. So be looking mm. for that pool. Right. Anyways, Dartmouth. Dartmouth, as mm. Dawson likes to call them. That's what they are. <laughs> They're um. So what do you guys think about the opening? Their opening season win or season game win against Buffalo who Buffalo was 32 and 4 last year, 16 and 2 in conference, NCAA double or uh, <laughs> NCAA tournament winners, they beat Arizona State. I yeah. know they had some departures but that's an impressive win. That was their first loss at home I believe in 26 years. Quite a while for a home opener. They're uh they're supposed to be good this year. Um, not quite, not quite as the level as last year. Um, I believe on the broadcast against, against Dartmouth, it said that they're projected, you know, preseason poll has them at second in the conference with Bowling Green first. But, um, so yeah, that is a tough opponent for someone like Dartmouth. Um, and Dartmouth ended up winning. It was, uh, the style of game though, to me can be chalked up to the fact that it was game one for both teams. Um, Early in the season, experience is king. You know, everybody's learning new things. Everybody's, you know, trying to translate off-season practice into on-court performance. And, you know, that takes some time. But what doesn't take time is people people who've done it before. And Dartmouth has just too many seniors. (laughs) Too much experience. It's not even fair, actually, Um, in their backcourt, especially. And 
So, I mean, when they have that at their disposal and when a team like Buffalo is still trying to figure it out with all their new players, they just took advantage of it, really. Um, it's it's a good win for them. But at the same time, I don't think, at least right off the bat, that it means Dartmouth is some kind of you know heavy hitter, world beater, or anything like that. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a classic case of the seniority can trump talent sometimes um i'm I'm looking forward to it i mean just to see how how we bounce back um from a, a loss like that you know coming coming from behind and losing like that you know i'm, I'm really kind of just curious to see how our freshmen are gonna react to that yeah i um, personally pred- i'm predicting that this is our breakout game I negative I- nelliot is joining the light side yes. hey and he's been right hey, so far. Hey, hey, 2-0. Oh. Here's, two and here's oh. the part where he tells how he's being a realist, not a pessimist. I'm very realistic, and Russell <laughs> likes to think every realist is a pessimist. So No, not every. No, majority. So every fellow realist out there, I'm sorry, you're with me. <laughs> no, every pessimist is with him. Or not with me, depending on how you're looking at things. But Well, nobody else is here. What? Nobody's with you. <laughs> He's all alone on an island. Hello, darkness, so you think we're gonna win, friend? <laughs> you think you think this is a win? I don't think it's a blowout win. I think I predicted eighty-one, seventy-one, just yeah. shooting from the hip. But I do think that <clears throat> we are gonna rebound and put two halves together. So far, we put a second half together at St. Louis. We put a good first half together at UMBC. I think this might be the game where we get that that cohesion of both halves and. uh you know, that impressive win by Dartmouth at, at Buffalo is still something to keep in mind, but um I think I think we got this. So um yeah, I mean just going over by the way, we will have a, a preview of Dartmouth article coming out uh tomorrow morning, game day morning. Um, you know, you can check that out on screecherreport.com. Um and just to go over some of the players real quick, I mean, you know, they, they have a lot of guards. You know, we kind of talked about that a bit. Um, they have, I believe, four senior guards on their team, and they all look like they can score. Um, they're reliable shooters. They're 3 and D, a lot of them. Um, and really just one forward um, that is imposing and of significance, Chris Knight. Um, he's their primary scorer last year. Last year he had 15.7 rebounds a game as a sophomore, so he's still kind of young, but with a lot of experience. Um, he's looked really good so far in their season. In their first game against Buffalo, he had 18 points, 11 rebounds. Uh, at the same time, he's 6'7", 225. So he is not your typical big, per se. But we just faced a guy against uh, against St. Louis, who was semi-similar body type and style of play, uh, Hassan French, if we all unfortunately remember. And he was 6'7", 245. This guy's 6'7", 225. So there is, you know, a significant weight difference, but he's he's still there. Also want to point out that we just faced a guy 5'2", and he put 21 points against us. Right. <laughs> Shout out Darnell Rogers. Good game, man. Yeah. So... Sure, body size has a, a factor, but of course, it's all about what you do with your body size, yeah, right? Dawson, 
Who do you think is going to break out on the Eagles side this game? Uh, you mean as in hasn't broken out yet? No, just whoever. Or... I know. I know Zach Scott had a great first game. Caleb Cattles had two great games, but is that going to stay the same, or we got a different? My gut says that Zach is gonna, Zach Scott's gonna go off, get twenty plus. Bad um, shooting night at UMBC. Yeah, I think he's gonna have a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. Um, knows he kind of had a pretty bad game. I mean, for him, I mean it was. I mean it wasn't pretty bad. He got double digits. Um, but I mean, from an effectiveness standpoint, I think Zach Scott is gonna be pretty upset with himself. You know, on that last game, and I think he's gonna kind of take that into this game and and go off. Another runner up for me is I think Jalen Harper. I really I, I I'm seeing a lot in him, man. I'm I'm seeing a lot of I'm seeing his ball handling is like really impressive. Um confidence too for a freshman. No, confidence. Mm-hmm. He'll just run down and pull up and and not even normally I'll be kind of angry at that like stop, don't do that, but like he looks good doing it and he's been pretty effective with it so far, so I mean, I'm hoping Something in me hopes he goes off like over more more than Zach Scott, so just so he can start getting that confidence rolling because it's in his blood. It's in his blood. His brother, his brother dropped thirty. I believe it was points. thirty-four points, eight assists, and like four or five rebounds, something around there. It's a G League game. In the G League, yep. yeah. Yeah, he's he's a baller, man. To uh, to your point about Zach Scott, um, did get double-digit points, but absolutely, you know, nobody would argue that. That he he struggled, <laughs> or that he didn't struggle. Yeah, four of eight. Right from the, from the line, that's very atypical of him. And um, but yeah, to your point about that, the the positive, the silver lining you can kind of glean out of a two day turnaround is that you don't have time to sit and think about those things. He's going to go into Dartmouth with a full head of steam, thinking about Dartmouth, not about oh, how did I play last game. He's just going to right his wrongs and do it. Um, but for me, as a as far as a player who has a real opportunity to break out against Dartmouth, um, who really hasn't yet. Honestly, get ready for the Justice Rainwater train. Because you look at the size. Lego. Lego, Justice. Shredded beef. Because, right, <laughs> pure, lean, USDA certified <laughs> shredded beef. Shredded beef. <laughs> and uh, you look at the size. I know we talked about you can be any size and, and show out, but... I mean, Dartmouth just doesn't really have it. They got a couple of tall guys, but it's it's not it's it's not a big. It's not a true big. Their tall guys are skinny, or they're the six seven two twenty five variety. Our Justice Rainwater is standing at six eight two thirty. Has the strength of a bull and the grace of a swan, and he's gonna. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping he. You know, I, I'm I'm predicting a good, maybe not a double double. Rebounds are hard to come by, but. But a double-digit game for him, uh, points-wise, and some good rebounds, maybe a block or two, some ferocious dunks, and that's what I'm—that's what's on the table for him. I, I'd love to see that. I mean, I would also—I would also argue that a possibility is um, Dakota Rivers, another water-themed last name, <laughs> breaking out. Um, maybe that's I mean, how fly recruits. Yeah, specifically it's water. Water-themed. It's got to be wet. Waterbender. <laughs> um, no, I mean eight rebounds last game. Dakota Rivers. He was getting up i was looking at the film man and he was jumping over everybody and i think he's he's taking some threes he's taking some good shots he doesn't like he isn't taking any bad shots from what i've seen and 
I think it's just he is he looks like he has a pretty nice form and a good stroke. We just haven't really seen anything fall for him yet. Um, you get that wide open dunk. Um, I mean, there's I I see a lot in him as well. So I I could see him getting a random double double. I mean, that's that's me hoping, but um, that's another guy. I don't know. There's just so much potential in, in each game for mm-hmm. me. Like, there's so much excitement because of how much we haven't seen from all these guys that like. I'm anything so, can happen. I'm, anything can happen. To and quote Ellie Golding. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm not going to pick a single player because I think everyone's going to have a better game than last game. We shot 30%. Yeah. That's I, a good point. We're, we're all poised to have some points. So I think Sam Gagliardi is going to be on. I think, you know, Kwanzi will get some points. I think everyone's just going to be scoring a little bit more. So I really think, yeah, with each game, our cohesiveness is just going to get so much better. Amen to that. And I mean, it's just. We say that every time, but, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. The next, you guys have Friday marked out on your schedule? I mean, Dawson, are you ready for this? Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> We're, What's Friday, to remind the listeners? Friday is Mercer. Yeah, November 15th, Friday night. Um, I don't know if the rivalry is what it used to be like, but, man, those were the best games at Alico. I'd get up and... Just be real happy. Yeah, it sure is for us, for us alumni of around our time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hint to how old I am in that future poll, by the way. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm wondering if, if we were, if the rivalry is gonna be alive um, at their arena. I mean, we'll see. Me and uh, I mean, Elliot and I are driving up there. It's gonna be different. We got completely new programs, two different coaches. You know, it's two different eras of basketball almost, but. We got them for four years. We got them at home next year. I hope this sparks something for the next four years, and I hope we can actually do it every single year. That'd be, hey, Michael Fly, if you're listening to this, schedule Mercer every year. Check it. Write it down. Please. But anyways, Dawson and I are road tripping up. We're real stoked. We're going to go to that game. Uh, It's going to be a good time. Russell, do you have any pregame predictions, thoughts, analysis? What do you got cooking? I know Mercer struggled. They've had, what, two games. They got blown out by St. John's by about 30 points. They played NAIA team, I think it's Columbia International or something like that. Yeah. And it was a five-point game at the half. Right. So they, I mean, just a tad bit of history on them. Since since leaving the A-Sun, joining the Southern Conference, they, they immediately were, like, way better than anybody kind of thought they'd be moving – technically up a conference. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was surprising back then. But And even since then, they've been really no worse than a couple games under 500, and that's until last year, 11 and 20, you know, and just not good. Enough to get a coach fired. But <laughs> but um, 6 and 12 in conference as well. Easily the worst record since switching conferences. But, um, you know, when you have a season like that, that usually means you're young. So another year later... It's it's kind of, it'd be surprising if their records as poor as it was last year. So there there's some good players returning. Specifically, they have um, Ross Cummings. Um, he's last season's leading scorer for them, and he returns for his senior year. He averaged 17 points last year and shoots at a super high percentage. Um, shoots a ton of threes, which we're no stranger to opponents that like to just throw those daggers at us. And um, he's a 6'3 guard, a bunch of experience, like I said. Uh, there's also Ethan Stair. Uh, he's another guard. They're pretty stacked at guard. 
Um, it's also his senior season. Last year, 12 points a game, five rebounds a game. Um, he's 6'4". Also shoots at a super high percentage from three, and he's one of those guys who's just like sneaky on defense, getting steals, playing on-ball defense. Um, let's see. They have a... Please forgive me for this pronunciation of the name. I'm usually pretty good with this stuff. But uh, another senior guard entering his second season with Mercer. Drum roll. And his senior season with Mercer, George Dimitrievich. Ooh. Let's try that. I think that was right. I think it's Dimitrievich. Dimitrievich. Dimitrievich? Well, no. you got to do the J, the Y. Oh, yeah. Yevich. Dimitri. Dmitrievich. Dmitrievich. Let's go with Dmitrievich. that. George A. Dmitrievich. That's got to be Call right. him DD. Yeah, sure. DD. Um, he's a 6'2", 180-pound guard, uh, 10 points a game last year, three rebounds, two assists. Um, and he's started off pretty hot this year as well. Um, so, yeah, just, I mean, the first three names I mentioned are all senior guards. So that's kind of what we're up against. Mm. Um as far as bigs go, this kind of so far this se- this season seems to be a theme. There's there's not many good ones or, or not a lot of them. Even when your team has a good one, there's not much depth to it. They have again, sorry for this pronunciation, uh, Masiej Bender, no relation to Dragon Bender, formerly of the Phoenix Suns. Uh, he's a 6'11", 255 pound transfer from West Virginia, so that's kind of scary a little bit. But um, he didn't really do anything in his first two years there. Uh, he had to sit out last year, um, transfer rules and all that. But he's going to be joining them this year. Um, and hopefully he doesn't do much. So a lot of returners. In the backcourt, guards. Okay. It's just interesting because, you know, 11 and 22 last year, that's what you said? Yeah. So it'll, yep. it'll be interesting. And what about this guy, uh Nef, Nef, <laughs> Neftali, Neftali Alvarez. Neftali Alvarez. Do you guys remember recruiting him? Wasn't it like that one year, one or two years ago, where it was we had like a lot of offers mm-hmm. put out, and everybody was like, "Oh, he actually looks pretty good." Oh yeah, no, he was getting all. That kinds was the of... same year as as Barrick Jean Jean Lewis, or yes, yeah, I believe same same off season. Mm-hmm. There was about three or four guys that we offered, and like none of them came. <laughs> I was just looking at Merce's roster. I was like, hey, this guy's name looks familiar. And I think, Russell, you pointed that His up, too. His picture looks familiar, too. And he didn't commit to Mercer. He went to Fairfield, but he got all kinds of offers from Wichita State, um, Virginia. Virginia. Big schools. And <laughs> I guess now he's ended up back on Mercer. We'll see if he yeah. plays or not. I'm, he I might be sitting out transferring. I didn't see anything in the box score, but you never know. Yeah. It's just kind of funny how everything wraps back around. and The good old full circle. Yeah. Yeah. Dawson, what are your thoughts on Mercer? Are we coming out victorious? We, hmm. yeah, I haven't, I haven't. Really it's it's kind of dependent yet. on Dartmouth, I guess. Yeah, once, yeah, once we play Dartmouth. Actually, I'll... I take that back. Every game is a new game. That's true. Optimistically, I think we have a good chance to be two and two after these next two games. Uh, realistically, I could see us being one and three after these two games. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a little overboard if you think we're going to start the season 0-4. Uh, at the same time, that would suck. <laughs> and it's technically possible. Um, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Um, 
And even if that were to happen, let's talk worst case scenario, that's not something that we couldn't come back from. But yeah. I don't even want to really speak that into existence. So, Nope. I'm going to call it. Oh, here we go. I'm going to call it. We are going to be two and two. Wow. We're going to get a W at Dartmouth and a W at Mercer. You know, we always and do. And then the big fat L from FAU. <laughs> we do always have like a weird away winning streak we always go on. Yep. I mean, we do. It, every year we get like a surprising couple of victories, away, like not at home. And it seems like even last year we did better away than we did at home, at least in conference, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Is this a home and home for next year or no? For, Mer- for Mercer? For Mercer. It's we a home, four years. home, home, and home. Okay. The- so going back to my theory. <laughs> what was that? Home, 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 and home. The... Uh- the notorious the home, 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 and home, home. The quad. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's home and away. we play them four times. Home and they're away. called home and homes though, because one team plays at home, the other team plays at mm-hmm. home. Okay, well, year by year. The way you said, it, you're like home, 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 and home. Yeah, because you call them at a home and home for the standard two year. We play you at home, you play us at home, home and home. All right, boys, boys, boys. That's besides <laughs> the point. Since they're a home and home, let's call it the double home and home. The homer, homer, home run. The home and home squared. Um, my theory, going back to that, what we discussed in the first pod, is um, UMBC, I'm pretty sure we predicted uh, UMBC to beat us at home because my theory is that we, when we play a home and home, we we win no, no, no. on the road and then we lose at home. We predicted UMBC to, we would win against UMBC. Yeah, for so, the article, but what about in the the our first pod? I'm pretty sure we and we should. I think we this. said UMBC was a win. Yeah, we all said like, oh yeah, that's a W. 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 But we did talk about my theory as this was going. We on. did. Anyways, Anyways, we definitely. If we that. are two and two, like I'm calling it, <laughs> we'll be back on track. Yeah. So Dartmouth, Mercer, if you're listening, just lose and. Uh, yeah, just lay down, go to sleep. <laughs> But either way, with my theory, we win. We win our first game away and then lose at home. But that's just a personal thing. So right. We'll so find I think whose gonna... theory will be uh, proven. Guys, that's all the time we have for this pod. Um, looking really forward to Monday night's game against Dartmouth, and then wrapping up the week Friday at Mercer. Two really good games. We're optimistic. We're hoping for two Ws, and then. Join us uh, the 20th. It's a Wednesday. FAU at home. You don't want to know my thoughts on that, but it'll be a good game nonetheless. (laughs) No, don't. We don't want to hear your predictions. I'll know more later. I can call it then. You know, that was a gut gamble. You could always just not call it. Hey. (laughs) If I find out I have this cosmic power, I'm just going to start calling us. You got to use the cosmic power to our benefit. Not just to tell us all the bad things. That well, that's what I mean. If I find out it works, if I go 3-0, 4-0, then I'm going to start calling, you know, FGCWs. Okay. The okay. Cosmic and w. then, you know, we can be like, you know, 28-5 and five or something. Okay, or well, four. let's give him a chance to prove his cosmic power. And, yeah, let's go Eagles, man. Thanks for listening, guys. Go Eagles. <laughs>